Welcome back to the Athlete Maestro Podcast, the sports education podcast that helps young athletes like you break your mental and physical limitations in sports, as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals. On today's episode, guys, it's another Selects edition, and this time I want to take you back to episode 493, where we looked at Chrissy Wellington. Now, you know the general ideology that people always propagate when it comes to sports is that you, you, you must have been playing your sport from when you were five years old six years old three years old before you could even walk and all of that but you see the story of chrissy wellington like it, it demystifies all of that it, it smashes it out of the park because this is the greatest right triathlete in the history of the sport and the, she didn't start the sport until she was in her 20s until she was in her 20s and she went on to dominate the sport like no other i shared three critical lessons that you could learn from this athlete who of course went against the norm and did things that people thought were absolutely impossible so it's another select edition this time we're looking at the legend chrissy wellington this is the first time we're going to look at a triathlete on this podcast and trust me it's been worth the waits. The story of Chrissy Wellington would demystify everything you thought you knew about sports. Everyone always thinks that many successful athletes, you know, started playing their sports at a young age and dedicated 10,000 hours to their craft. The ones who didn't got lucky and on and on and on. I've always said that the sport you play would determine whether or not early specialization makes sense. Chrissy Wellington's story not only buttresses the point, but smashes it home. You see, unlike athletes who started playing their sport at five years old, and we've looked at many of them on this podcast, Chrissy didn't take up triathlon until she was in her 20s. By her own admission, she was never interested in taking sports seriously yes she played sports but it was all for fun to make her story more remarkable her parents noticed that she had a thing for swimming and gave her the choice to choose between joining a swimming club to hone a talent or focus on school she chose to focus on school i'm sure the next thing you're expecting to hear is how she immediately realized it was a mistake and went back to swimming. Nope. She graduated from the University of Birmingham, got a master's degree and started working for the British government. Her journey even took her to Nepal. That was where the idea of road cycling and triathlon came up. She started training and doing small races. In 2007, at the age of 30, she turned professional. At the age of 30, she turned professional guys that same year she entered a first iron man world championships she won the whole thing by as much as five minutes she's the only triathlete male or female to win the world championships less than a year after turning professional she won that championship three more times when she broke her first world record in the sport she did it by more than 30 minutes the record she broke had stood for 17 years. At some point in her career, she holds or held the world record in 
every triathlon discipline. The 13 times she raced in iron distances, she was unbeaten. Today on the show, guys, she is your mentor. And there are three lessons that I want you to learn from Chrissy Wellington. Before we go into the lessons, guys, I just love her story. And I was reading David Epstein's book, um, The Sports Gene, you know, trying to find out if all of these athletes, you know, that, that succeed, is there anything special? about them because we peddle a lot of things as it relates to how to succeed how to do this how to do that and we kind of make it complicated for those of us that are studying for those of us that are on the outside looking at it so that's where i was first exposed to a story and if you know anything about triathlon triathlon is a three discipline endurance race so you have swimming you have cycling and then you have running you know so i think it starts out with the swimming then you pick up the bike then you race to the end so it's a grueling grueling sport so to have an athlete who comes into the sport in her late 20s turns professional at the age of 30 enters a first triathlon and then goes on to win the thing and of course in all iron distance races over the course of her career all 13 of them she was never beaten at any point in time it, it's just remarkable the first lesson that i want you to learn from chrissy wellington is that early specialization is not always an advantage early specialization is not always an advantage now recently over the last two weeks i've been hosting webinars for parents and teaching them how to nurture their child's sporting talent so if you're a parent and you're listening to my voice I highly encourage you that you join us on the next webinar. So just head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting. Athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting. So, and one of the questions, one of the things that I've seen with a lot of parents is the conception or the idea that they've always had. Now, it's due to no fault of theirs. You know, it's just what is out there and what they've seen and what we continue to see as well you know so the tiger Woods story you know started playing golf before he could walk by the age of two you know he was already on national tv by the age of three he was saying he wanted to be the greatest ever you know and there are athletes like that like that like that one of the things i always tell the parents is that you see early specialization is always not an advantage now if you go to the first ironman championships that she went for you know so just less than a year after she turned professional there was a lady that was also in that race samantha mcglone who had been training dedicating her time to triathlon for as long as she could remember with the goal of winning that ironman championship so on one side you have chrissy wellington who less than a year she turned professional you have samantha mcglone who has been doing this for only God knows how long, with the ultimate goal to win this Ironman Championships. And of course, Chrissy Wellington wins it. So you have someone who specialized late, you have someone who specialized early, and then what happens? And that's the point that I always try to make to parents, that the fact that your child starts playing sports at the age of two, starts playing a particular sports at the age of five, it is not necessarily an advantage. There are many other things you need to focus on to ensure that they get not only the foundations of the sport but the mental things that they are going to need to succeed and of course uh, we've looked at athletes previously on the podcast who 
specialized lays. Roger Federer is a perfect example. So Roger Federer, one of the greatest tennis players of all time. This is a guy who bounced around several different sports. He wrestled, he played football, he played volleyball. You know, he, he played tennis, yes, here and there, but he was never really serious about it. So ultimately, when he had tried and he had gone around all of those sports, he circled back around, came back to tennis, and of course, now began to dedicate his time. So if you're listening to my voice right now, if you're the athlete, if you're the parent as well, get it out of your mind that you need this 10,000 hours uh, to be dedicated to your sport. Do you need to dedicate time to your sport? Absolutely. Do you need to give everything you have to your sport? Oh, absolutely. But the point I'm making here is that early specialization is not always an advantage. It will work in certain sports, but it is not in all sports that it is going to work. What you want to be focused on are the other rudiments. What are the other things that you can learn? Either you're learning it from a diverse range of sports or you're learning different things in that your own sport that ensures that you're going to be a well-rounded athlete. So it is not about you having playing your sports for since you were two years old or three years old if you don't know all the other basics if you don't know all the other important things and trust me you're just wasting your time because yes you're going to have the hours but you're going to have the hours having worked or having dedicated your time to the wrong things the amount of hours that you put into your sport is also as important as working on the right thing so it's not just about putting hours into your sport and this is one of the things that you see with Chrissy as well after she turned professional at the age of 30 you see the next five years she dedicated it to a sport you're going to see it in the lessons as well so there was nothing that was going to distract her from giving everything to a sport so you're talking about training you know four to six hours every single day every single day in pursuit of the success she wanted to have in this sport. First lesson, guys, from Chrissy Wellington, early specialization is not always an advantage. And of course, head over to athletemaestro.com to register for the next webinar we're going to do on nurturing your child's sporting talent. Absolutely important. Second lesson, guys, is your talent might be hidden. Your talent might be hidden. Now, one of the things that I talked about also on the webinar was uh what happens to parents who it appears to them that their children don't have a talent for sports you know so on the surface you just can't see it is they're not gravitating towards football certainly they don't like basketball if you tell them to run they're not going to run and you know a lot of all these things so what do you do at a time like that what do you do during a period like that where you, you you just can't see anything and one of the things that i tell the parents is that look some children are just late bloomers some children are just late bloomers. So growing up, Chrissy Wellington loved swimming. And of course, her parents said, you know, why, why don't you go to a swimming club? Where, of course, you can uh, own this talent. You can get better at this thing. And she said, no, nah, I'm going to go to school. You know, and of course, she excelled. Distinctions in school. Went forward, got a master's. Started working for the British government. Went to Nepal. And it was in Nepal that, you know, a couple of friends... Uh, introduce her to triathlon, you know, and road cycling and all of those things. Now, when she tried it out, she figured, wow, this is actually not bad. You know, maybe I can begin to do this. Maybe I can, you know, try and, and see if, if this is something for me. And of course, uh, less than how many years later, when she entered a first triathlon, she absolutely smashed 
and destroyed everybody there breaking the world record when she first broke the world record 30 minutes she shaved off the time not 30 seconds guys not 30 seconds 30 minutes she shaved off that time and of course she was unbeaten you see your talent might be on your talent might be hidden your children's talent might be hidden so if you've been playing your sport and of course I saw on Twitter recently when you know a friend of mine posted about a Nigerian boxer who used to play football but is now excelling in boxing. And of course, I quickly went in there and I commented and I said, We get so fixated, a lot of athletes get so fixated with the sport they've played since they were very young, to the point that they never want to explore other talents that they have. So, yes, you've always played football, but could you be an excellent sprinter? Yes, you've always done gymnastics, but could you excel in pole vault or high jump? You know, what other sports do you think that you can excel in? And that's why, you know, the concept of range is key. And that's one of the things that I talk about on the webinar. You see, your talent might be hidden. So don't get fixated, guys, you know, on a particular direction, on a particular storyline, on a particular thing that you want to do. You see, if you're going to find out whether or not your talent for something is hidden, you have to try many things so imagine if chrissy wellington said okay look swimming was always what i had done so even when she got to nepal and she was introduced you know to road cycling and then ultimately triathlon and all of that and said nah it's it's swimming i've always wanted to do so you know maybe i think i would just try that Uh, yes i'll do this triathlon thing as a as a passion uh, but ultimately i'm still going to go back uh, and i'm going to do swimming we're not going to be talking about her today as the greatest female triathlete of all time guys you have to experiment you have to try different things you have to expose yourself to different avenues so even in your sport you see your talent to do a particular thing might be hidden in that sport so football for example you've always been a defender have you ever tried to be a striker have you ever tried to be a midfielder have you ever tried to be a goalkeeper and you see those are the key things because if you don't try those things how do you know if you have a hidden talent for them? And that's the point that I'm making. That look, it's not just necessarily outside of your sport, but even within your sport as well. What are the things that you're doing to develop your talent, to get better at something else, to see if there was something else that you knew? And of course, this applies generally in life as well. How do you know if you're going to be good at playing the piano if you don't try to play the piano? How do you know if you're going to be good at other instruments if you don't try them? Your talent might be hidden, guys. Your talent might be hidden. And that's one of the things that Chrissy Wellington was able to discover, which led down the path that she went to. That's the second lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from her. Final lesson is devote yourself to be the best athlete you can be. Devote yourself to be the best athlete you can be now one of the things that uh, christian wellington did you know after she was done with her career so she wrote two books uh, the first one was more or less like an autobiography a life without limits that's the name of the book then the second one was to the finish line a world champion triathlete's guide to your perfect race now one of the things that she discusses in those two books was what she did during her career to get her to all the things that she achieved so 13 iron races never lost you know broke the world record many times at a point during her career she either held or she currently holds 
one of the triathlon records, world records. You know, so it, it was such a distinguished career. And one of the things that she talks about that was the reason for her getting to the point where she got to was that, you see, the five years that she was going to do for this thing, you know, up until the point where she retired. Remember, she didn't start this sport when she was 18. She didn't start the sport when she was 20. She started when she was 30. You know, so obviously she didn't have all the time. But one of the things that she says that she did was that she devoted herself to being the best athlete she can be. So distractions were aside. What are the things that I need to do to be the best athlete I can be? I'm going to do every single thing. And one of the things I've always told you guys on this podcast is that, you see, they're going to play your sport for a particular time frame. You cannot play sports forever. And because you can't play sports forever, you have a specific time frame within which you are working. So how about within that time frame, you give absolutely everything that you can to being the best athlete you can be in your particular sport. And that's what Chrissy Wellington did. So even in situations where, you know, she was racing lesser tournaments and all of those things and she suffered setbacks, what did she do? She learned the lesson from that setback. You know, she picked out what were the positives, what were the things that I can learn from this experience that I can take to the next experience. Then also, when she was racing, from a mental perspective, what were some of the things that she did that ensured, you know, that she stayed on course? Because take it from me, triathlon is an absolutely grueling race. You know, I've said it about cycling before, that cycling... You know, I don't know how those guys do it, especially the ones that go to the Tour de France. So imagine where you now have swimming, where you now have cycling, and then you have running. So the three of them together, just imagine how grueling it is. So there are many times where you're going to want to quit. There are many times where you're not going to want to do this anymore. What was one of the things that she did? What was one of the things that she said? She said, look, I employed several mental strategies to ensure that I was still in line with that my objective of being the best athlete I could be. I repeated my mantras to myself so many times. I had my mantras written on my wristband or written on my water bottle so that I could see it. You know, I recited songs, you know, that distracted me from even thinking about quitting the race. So the question I have for you guys is that how are you devoting yourself to being the best athlete you can be? You're only going to play your sport for 10 years. You're only going to play your sport for 15 years. You know, you're still going to have the rest of your life to yourself to do whatever it is that you want to do. How dedicated are you to being the best athlete you can be within that time frame? So that you don't get to the end and you look back and you're like, oh, wow, I wish I had tried X, Y, and And there you have it, guys. The three lessons that I wanted you to learn from Chrissy Wellington. Early specialization is not always an advantage. Your talent might be hidden. That one is key for a lot of younger athletes. And of course, devote yourself to be the best you can be. Devote yourself to be the best you can be. The essence, guys, of this Selects Editions is just in case you missed an episode. So, for example, depending on the podcast player you are listening to, right, you might have missed this particular episode on Chrissy Wellington, which was over two years ago. So if you don't want to miss episodes like this, you want to catch them in real time, then of course you want to subscribe to the podcast, athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe. So you learn how to subscribe. You would also learn how to leave a rating and review so that other athletes like you, sports parents, can find the podcast 
and know that it's a worthwhile resource they can use to chase their goals in sports. Also, head over to the website athletemaestro.com. Check out the free and paid resources that we have for you there. If you have any questions whatsoever, send me a mail tola at athletemaestro.com. Tola at athletemaestro.com. I'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show. Remember, knowing is not enough, you must apply. Willing is not enough, you must do. I want you to go out there, learn all the lessons you can from Chrissy Wellington. I want you to go out there and I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.